0: الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفار الصلاة والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى. أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ولقد ذرأنا لجهنم كثيرا من الجن والإنس لهم قلوب لا يفقهون بها (laughs) وَلَهُمْ أَعْيُنٌ لَّا يُبْصِرُونَ بِهَا وَلَهُمْ آذَانٌ لَّا يَسْمَعُونَ بِهَا أُولَٰئِكَ كَالْأَنْعَامِ بَلْ هُمْ أَضَلُّ أُولَٰئِكَ هُمُ الْغَافِلُونَ صَدَقَ اللَّهُ الْعَظِيمُ أوصى Spectre ونذكرهم Brothers and Elders On occasion, Hazrat Umar r.a, he asked the sahaba ikram who were present, this was in the time of his Khilafat, and he asked them a question that, who heard Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam mentioning the details of the fitnas? Ayyukum sami'a Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa fitan. Who among you heard the details of the fitnas that Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam described? Now, this question that he asked, we are talking about the Sahaba Ikiram, we are talking about among the Sahaba Ikiram, the personality of Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala. An. That personality regarding whom Nabi Sallallahu Wasallam himself said, Laukana ba'adi nabiyan lakana Umar. Had they been in the Nabi after me, then it would have been Umar. There's no Nabi after me. Had they been one, it would have been Umar. She once said to Hazrat Umar that when you walk from one end of a road, then shaitan flees from the other end. Shaitan, shaitan doesn't walk the lane that you ever walk in, he'll never cross paths with you. He's so afraid of you. A personality of this caliber. Who shaitan is also afraid of. But he is not complacent. He is not relaxed. He is not feeling content. That I am performing my five times salah. So what more do I need to worry about? Let alone performing five times salah. These were people who their whole day and night was immersed in deen. Their nights were also in the ibadat of Allah Ta'ala. Their days were in the service of the deen of Allah Ta'ala. Which regarding the Sahaba-e-Kiram, the description about them, lail wa fursanam bin nahar. That at night they were like as if they were hermits. Totally dedicated to worship only, got nothing else to do in the world. This is how they dedicated themselves to ibadat in the night. A person saw them at night, you would think, these people don't have any idea what goes on in the world. But when it came to the day, they were at the forefront of all the khidmat of deen. For Sanam bin They were at the battlefront. And they were doing whatever was required. So now we're talking about a person of this caliber, who shaitan is also afraid to cross paths with him. And who his day and night is immersed in the The remembrance and the obedience of Allah Ta'ala. And he is also concerned, that is why he is asking this question. The reason for asking the question was, so that these things are highlighted for himself, for others present. And highlighted so that people may be conscious about them and then protect themselves. People may take the necessary precautions to save themselves from these fitnas. So this is the purpose of the question. In any case, when he asked this question, so many of them said, yes, we heard. So he immediately understood what they are referring to. He said, perhaps you are talking about the smaller fitnas that a person is challenged with in his day-to-day life, something within his family, in his children, in his business, in his household. He said, yes, this is what we are talking about. He says, well, that is something which I am also aware of and تُكَفِّرُهَ السَّلَاةُ وَالصِّيَامُ sadaqa. These issues, yes, these are challenges also, but if a person erred somewhere in the process, in terms of doing what he's supposed to do in day-to-day life, he made a mistake, then he made did some righteous actions, he performed some salah, made some nafil salah on top of that, and he gave some sadaqah, kept some fast. So the mistakes that he made, the sins that somehow got committed by mistake, this will compensate for that he made Toba, and he did righteous actions the sins will get washed away so I'm talking about something beyond this I'm talking about something I'm talking about those fitnas that come like the waves of the ocean the waves of the ocean so the waves of the ocean one of the aspects about the waves are that they come from all directions. Person who's in the midst of a high tide, then he'll see something coming from the right, something from the left. Now we are talking about high tide. Fitnas that come like the waves in a high tide. So this fitnas also will come from every angle, every direction. Person won't know which way to turn. And then when it's high tide, then every subsequent wave seems bigger than the one before it. One wave came and a person thought this was very big. But then when the next one comes, the one before that seems like nothing. And then these waves come non-stop. One has barely broken on shore and the next one is there. The next one has barely come on shore and the third one is there. And it just continues. Now this is the example that Um Muhammad is giving to say, I'm talking about those kind of fitnas. Who heard Nabi Sallallahu describing this? Aziz Huzaifa bin Yaman was present in the gathering. And he said, I heard Nabi Sallallahu And he was that Sahabi, he himself used to say, others used to ask about the positive things. I used to ask about the negatives. Like these things, fitnas, etc. Mahafata Why? just for the sake of some information like has become the norm nowadays generally we just are stuck into things just for the news just for the news and that news also becomes a kind of cheap entertainment something that's happening to the ummah in any part of the world also just becomes a news item person will read something about what's happening to Muslims how they are being butchered, how they are being slaughtered. he'll read that, and then the next thing he'll be reading something about sports also, and finished, he turned the page over, so he read something about how the Muslims are being butchered, and then he's reading about the sports, he turned the page, it's over, he's reading about something about some car as well, so this became, in the midst of the car news and the sports news, this became news also. And then once he's done, he's done, he walks away like nothing happened. So, this just becomes just for the sake of some information, just as a news item, and life carries on. But to spur a person into action within his personal life for the betterment of others, how much does that happen? That's very little. So, in any case, Hazrat Um, Umm, is saying, I used to ask about these things. Not just for, as a news item, not just for the sake of having information, but mahafata I used to be afraid that these things mustn't affect me. So if I know about it, I can take precautions to stay safe. I can protect myself from falling into these fitnas. So, in any case, he says, I heard Nabi Salaam speaking about this. So, finally, asks him, What did you hear? So now he describes what Nabee Slaw said. See Nabee Slow said on one occasion that fitnu ala that the fitnas will attack the heart. But the heart is the king, and the heart is the thing to be given the greatest attention, the main focus. Unfortunately. Nowadays, generally, the attention is on the external self. All the focus, not that that is not something to pay attention to, or the physical self, the health of the body itself, but the main thing is the heart. If the heart is healthy, then everything else will be in order. And the heart is ailing, it's sick, it's diseased, then putting on the best garments on that body and Putting all the kinds of adornments, best kind of ether, and then seating that body in the most expensive car. But that heart is so diseased and ailing so much, the person doesn't matter to him where he is, what's going on, because he can't do anything, he's so sick. So the first thing is that he needs to be this white icon Ford, there's no number plate on the presiding of the car. So, <coughs> The thing is that, if the heart is ailing and sick, it won't matter what's going on outside. Likewise, it's the spiritual heart. That often we give so much of attention to the outside, to the external things, but the heart is something neglected. When the mercy of Allah descends, that too descends first on the heart. And if the heart is clean, the heart is clean, then it will be able to absorb that. When the heart has absorbed this special mercy of Allah Ta'ala that comes down, then the heart that has absorbed it, it will infuse it to the rest of the body. Then that nur will come through the eyes also. Then it will come through the tongue as well. Then it will be permeating the ears then the hands and feet. And what does it mean? That now what is the command of Allah Ta'ala and what Allah Ta'ala is pleased with, that is what will happen now from this person but the main thing is the heart, if the heart is clean if that mirror is shining then it will reflect correctly but if that mirror is soiled it is not going to reflect but then this mirror is something beyond just the ordinary mirror this mirror has to be cleaned with the right detergent that mirror that is outside that can be cleaned with water also and Allah forbid some person who is perhaps little insane He can even try to clean it with urine as well. But that mirror clean with urine obviously is going to give its odor, it's going to be soiled. So the heart that is far more sensitive than any mirror in the world, this heart has to be clean. And when this heart is clean, clean of all the evils, clean of sin, clean of all the internal evils, Of malice, of pride, of jealousy, of all the filth that goes around which we import into our hearts via our eyes. When the heart is clean, kept clean and sometimes the dust that comes in, then a person is regularly and sincerely and deeply making istighfar and washing that heart, so that it stays clean. And then there are those special moments when the special rays of the mercy of Allah Ta'ala come. In one hadith, Nabi wasallam says, إِنَّ لِلَّهِ تَعَالَى نَفَحَاتٌ فِي الْأَرْضِ فَتَعَرَّضُوا لَهَا That there are occasions when these special rays of mercy of Allah Ta'ala come on earth. So be ready to take it. How is the person going to be ready to take it? What sight does he have to be able to see that this ray has come? His heart will see it if his heart is clean. His heart will absorb it if it is clean. And if it is clean and it has absorbed it, it will now bring a complete revolution in him from head to toe. So this is the thing that needs the greatest attention, the heart. The heart stays clean. Otherwise if the heart becomes corrupted, then everything will become corrupted. As explained in one hadith by the Prophet wasallam So in this hadith is the other way, the other aspect. Where Nabi Salaam is also stating that the fitnas also will attack the heart. One are the external fitnas, but the real effect of that is on the heart. So, تَعْرِضُ الْفِتْنُ عَلَى الْقُلُوبِ hasiri عُوْدًا عُوْدًا One after the other, the fitnas will attack the heart. And then Nabi Salaam states, فَأَيُّ قَلْبٍ أُشْرِبَهَا نُكِتَتْ فِيهِ نُكْتَةٌ سَوْدًا Now these fitnas will come and like we already discussed in the example given by Hazrat Umar that they will just keep growing one after the other each one will be like worse than the one before it In one hadith Nabi Slaasun says that the time will come when the fitnas will be like a person has cut a string of beads like a tasbih he cut it on one end Now that string just falls down. If the string falls, the beads just fall out one after the other. You can't stop it. If you're holding the top end, from the bottom, the beads just fall out one after the other. The fitnas also will rain down like that. And each one will be worse than the one before it. There was a time in the early 70s when television made its appearance. So those who had some insight and generally most people, they were shocked this is going to create trouble, it's going to create problems, it's going to corrupt, it's going to cause all kinds of vice and mischief. The crime rate in South Africa, there were some statistics done prior to the advent of television in South Africa and after it grew in proportion, several percentages were just going in double digits all the time. This is just one small example. But that time this seemed like a very major thing. It was. But as time went, then the video came. People said, If nalillah, what came now? This is something even worse. And then before long, other things came. Then satellites came. And now everything is coming in each person's palm. Hmm. Now one thing after the other, and that which is in the palm keeps getting worse all the time. So when a person is bewildered by one situation, he's thinking this is terrible, before he knows it, something worse has come. And before it was a person affected to a very limited extent, now the person's iman is affected, his akhlaq is affected, his haya is affected, his morals and scruples and ethics are affected, and everything is affected, that shame, that every last bit of that shame gets eroded Person is not worried who is watching what's going on, totally oblivious of what's around him, so immersed and caught up in that device of his. So, Nabi is explaining that these fitnas will affect the heart. Now, there will be two situations. One is that heart that was attacked by this fitna, it accepted it, that temptation came. Person was tempted by shaitan and nafs and the agents of nafs and shaitan and he went ahead with it so now there will be a dark spot that will settle on that heart then the second temptation and he gave in to the second temptation another dark spot the third temptation and it goes on one after the other the heart is getting darkened by these dark spots that keep settling on it why? due to what he is now engaging himself in what he is seeing what he is listening to, what he is speaking, all the fitnas that are now engulfing him, each time that this is, he is getting involved in something, this is darkening the heart. And Nabi Salaam then further says, to the extent that this becomes totally darkened and like a utensil that has been turned upside down. Kalkuzi mujakhian, This is one heart. And then the other heart, there was a temptation, there was a fitna, look at this, go listen to that, go join that company that is involved in that wrong, go open up that site, go and look at that haram, go and listen to that music, go and go and be part of that function where there's all kinds of haram taking place, intermingling, in whatever else, and music and... One after the other, these things, temptations are coming. But each time it comes, he is resisting. Saying, come what may, I'm not going to do this. And that takes a pain on the heart. His heart sometimes might, might seem to be breaking as a result. But he says, my heart breaks, it breaks, it breaks for the sake of Allah. If the heart breaks, it's fine, I'm not going to break Allah's command. So now, his heart is resisting it non-stop. فَأَيُّ قَلْبٍ أَنْكَرَهَا نُكِتَ فِيهِ نُقْتَةٌ بَيْضَى Nabi Salaam says each time that he resists there is a bright spot that appears on the heart and now this continues brightening his heart his heart keeps getting brightened and in time now both these things are happening somebody is taking everything as it comes whatever temptation, whatever comes to his heart he just goes for it as it comes and there is another, another person making this mujahada, and one after the other he is being tempted people are tempting him and very often when a person makes a firm intention, a resolution within himself so now start doing what is correct often it will be somebody or the other who is close to him who will also become an obstacle many a times this will happen someone who is very close to him also Will become an obstacle. Will try to drive him in some other direction. And then now you are overdoing it. You are overdoing it that now you want all the. You took the satellite out, you want the TV out also. You're overdoing it. So in other words, you took out Shaitan's father, at least leave Shaitan out. You can't overdo it now. Shaitan also out of our house? What kind of a house will have? So. There will be somebody or the other from, sometimes close, sometimes distant, sometimes some stranger, whoever it will be, shaitan will use someone or the other. But each time he is remaining firm, he is remaining steadfast, he is taking the pain on his heart but he is not giving in to the temptations of nafs and shaitan. Until each time that this is happening and his heart is brightening, Nabi Salaam says that the time comes when people get distributed into two categories. One category, their hearts become brightened and Mithlas suffer. The example Nabi Wasallam uses is like marble. Marble is completely smooth, very strong. And anything that falls on that marble also, some liquid, whatever falls, it will flow away. It won't be able to penetrate it. And it will remain clean, the slightest wipe and it's clean don't absorb anything. So likewise this person who made this effort on his heart by constantly rejecting the fitnas by not allowing it to take him away out of his and path and he carried on taking that pain on his heart in terms of his ibadat he didn't slacken the time was there for Fajr he was there whether it was summer or winter come what may Allah's call has come I got to present myself in the masjid. So, he took that pain on his heart, where he was being tempted to continue sleeping. Now, that's brightened his heart. At the time of Zuhar, Asar, likewise. He, come what may, I go to drop everything and carry on. Whether it was in terms of his other ibadat, his fasting, his zakat, etc. Whether it was in regards to his Muamalat and dealings, he's being tempted. So now do some deal which is not right. He says, come what may, I am not doing this. This is something which Allah Ta'ala has forbidden, I won't touch it. Now outwardly is this something that he just let by, but this has brightened his heart with noor from Allah's side. And whether it pertains to his muasharat, his social life, his akhlaq, his character, he is maintaining good character. He is what it's as the saying is used have a heart he really has a heart in terms of his his muasharat, his akhlaq he really has a heart a heart filled with compassion with kindness, with forgiveness like the example that Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam placed before us he is emulating that example Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is once resting under a tree on a journey they stop somewhere and this person suddenly finds the opportunity. Nabi Salaam is alone for a while. Taking a rest. And all the sahaba also resting a hot day. And this, this believer comes and finds the sword hanging on the tree. And he pulls out the sword. And now with the sword in his hand, he, Nabi wasallam's eyes open and he says to him, May yamna'uka minni. Here I am now. You are lying down on the floor, I have the sword, naked sword in my hand, and there's nobody else here now to come to your aid and assistance. So, mayam مَن Who is going to protect you from me? Nabi Salaam very calmly replies and says, Allah! But this reply had such an effect on this person, that his hand started shaking. And he started shaking so much that that sword fell out of his hand. Nabi Salaam picked up the sword and Nabi Slasim picked the sword up and asked him now who's going to save you from me so now the tables have been turned and if it was us who would even stop to ask as sometimes people they first shoot and then they ask questions so Nabi Slasim asked him who's going to save you from me now so he starts pleading and says please have mercy on me Kul khaira, Khayra Akhidin Rabbi S.A.W. forgives him then a sahaba come he says look there is this fellow sitting here this is what happened, he had the sword in his hand and he asked me who is going to save me and I gave him this answer and the sword fell and then I picked it up and I asked him the same question he said have mercy on me so I forgave him let him go this is a heart and this is one out of innumerable incidents in the life of Rabbi Sallallahu Alaihi wasallam the time of Fatima Makkah comes, the conquest of Makkah, and all those who had been at the forefront of persecuting Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, those who had martyred his sahaba kiram those who had hurt his family, those who had caused the injury that caused the death of his daughter, those who had caused untold difficulties, were all now at his mercy. And one command from his Mubarak tongue, and they all would have been put to the, to the sword all would have been killed but Nabi Wasallam says to them that I will tell you today what my brother Yusuf said to his brothers my brother Yusuf Yusuf alayhi salatu wasalam that no revenge against you today go may Allah forgive you
1: mm-hmm.
0: this is akhlaq where having power one forgives We're having the ability to take revenge, one forgives and overlooks. So, this is having a heart. Now, a person in all these spheres of life, he is doing what he's supposed to do, the correct thing. And in doing the correct thing, he's taking the pain on his heart. But this pain is not something in vain. There are many things where there's pain, there's a lot of gain. No pain, no gain and the heart is one such thing that when the pain is in the right direction for the sake of Allah Ta'ala then this untold gain with that pain untold gain now Nabi Wasallam says that this heart over time now has been strengthened and strengthened it finally becomes like this marble. and Nabi says لا فتنة ما دامت no fitna can then ever harm this heart Till the last day. As long as the skies and the earth are existing, if this person is alive, oh so fitna his heart becomes fitna proof. You get some watch that becomes waterproof, and something becomes some soundproof, and something becomes shockproof, and whatever else, his heart becomes fitna proof. But it doesn't happen in one day. It happens after repeatedly rejecting the temptations of nafs and shaitan. That a person is now walking on the street, he's being tempted, look here. Look what's going on here, look who's passing here. person has got his, that phone in his hand and he's being tempted to open this, that and the other. He's in front of the computer and he's being tempted. He's in his business, he's being tempted. He's at home, he's being tempted. He's tempted in so many ways. He's tempted to do haram, he's tempted to vent his anger he's tempted to use vulgar languages, he's tempted to look at evil, he's tempted to listen to wrong things, he's tempted to do so many things, but each time that he's tempted, he says, come what may, I'm not doing it. Yes, the temptation is there, I will suppress that. Now, over time, that heart becomes fitna proof, Subhanallah. And then the other side, Nabi Salaam says, that heart which carried on taking those fitnas in, Becomes like a vessel that is overturned. Now a vessel, a glass, some cup, some utensil, if that is overturned, let alone a utensil of a small size, a huge vessel that is overturned, whatever size it is. But if it is overturned, what's going to come inside? Whether it is small or whether it is big. If it's a small cup also, or it is a huge tank. But if it is the right side up, the small cup will get full also that huge 10,000 litre tank also if it's a drip coming in there at the time too but someday it will get filled provided it's right side up okay. but if it's upside down then if it's under the Niagara Falls also if it's upside down it's upside down nothing will go inside like Abu Jahl kept his heart upside down so being in the company of Nabi being his uncle being so close Abu Lahab being the person who expressed so much joy at the birth of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, that he even freed his slave. But then he still kept his heart upside down. So because of keeping his heart upside down, despite being the uncles of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, despite being so close to him physically, despite the relationship, but they kept their hearts upside down, they became doomed forever. And there was a Bilal Hafshi R.A who had no blood relationship who was a poor person was an Abyssinian slave but he kept his heart right side up so the beast says to him that oh Bilal what action are you doing that I heard your footsteps in front of me in jannat mm. oh no. that when I saw myself walking in a dream in jannat I heard your footsteps in front of me what do you do what is your good action so when the person kept his heart right side up and this is where he reached. So Nabi Wasallam is saying that when these fitnas are allowed to come in, Allah forbid, in time the heart turns upside down. And then what happens, when the heart turns upside down, Nabi Wasallam says, Then a person cannot see right from wrong. He cannot see right from wrong. And when he's explained what is right, he's Response to that will be, what is wrong with this? Oh, he's explained that what you're doing is not correct. His response will be, what is wrong with it? I can't see anything wrong in it. I don't know what you're talking about. So, when a person has, now his eyes have been shut to the truth. His heart has been completely blocked off, has turned upside down. This becomes the end result. That, لا يَعْرِفُ مَعْرُوفًا wala yunkiru munkara He doesn't see the good as good. He doesn't see any wrong in the evil. He just goes wholesale to everything. Only thing that he is concerned about is illama ushriba min hawa. sallallahu alaihi wasallam says, the only concern of his in life is his desires and fulfilling whatever he wishes to do. That is it. The only thing that drives him is his desires and the fulfillment of his desires. So these are things that Nabi Rasul explained and opened out so that a person would take heed the ummah to come would learn the reality of these things and protect themselves by taking the precaution not allowing the fitnas to attack that heart every time that that temptation comes to suppress it to resist it and in that full yaqeen and big conviction it is not gone in vain this pain that I am taking on my heart is not gone in vain Rather this pain is bringing tremendous gain. And in time that becomes, this world is after all a test. It's dunya, it's a test. And if everything had to become immediately apparent, person put the switch on and the light came on. Everything in dunya, if it worked like that, then this dunya won't be a test anymore. Therefore Allah Ta'ala says, Or oh, in the other ayat Allah tala says, that do they think that we will not test them that we will not put them through trials and tribulations no, this will happen and this will happen so that Allah Ta'ala makes it apparent that who is his true servant who is his loyal servant now these are the things this is the times of fitna that we are in and one of the aspects of the, about the time of fitna is that now a person must be even more conscious of Allah Ta'ala. as fitnas increase it's not a time to become more lax. It's a time to become even more concerned and turn even more to Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala says regarding previous nations that when our punishments came, why didn't they turn in all earnestness to Allah Ta'ala? That was the ilaj, that was the remedy to it. To coming out of the difficulties. Now the difficulties of whatever sort, at some time it was one type of thing, another time something else, somewhere there's an earthquake, somewhere there's a, some floods, and somewhere there's droughts, and somewhere there's economic problems, and there's all kinds of things. But all these are signs from Allah Ta'ala. And all are, these are things to break, bring us to, open our eyes, come back to Allah Ta'ala, and turn to Him in all earnestness, turn to Him with sincere repentance and tawbah, Bring Deen alive in our own lives, Deen alive in the lives of our families, in the life in the, our communities, because this is the safety for us in the dunya, and our means of salvation in the akhirat. The dunya is dunya. Today we are here, tomorrow we are gone. Whatever is necessary, we will carry on with. But our focus must be the akhirat. And for that preparation of the akhirat, we have to protect ourselves from all these fitnas. We have to protect our families, protect our communities be talking about it, that how these things unfortunately creep in in such a way that before a person knows it, it is already gone so far, it's hard to even start reversing it. One thing after the other comes in, and before a person knows it, the fitna of dressing goes to such a point that to bring it to some kind of, bring it to some kind of very very minute amount of haya also becomes difficult, small amount of haya also to bring back into it becomes difficult. It goes so completely out of shame and modesty, totally, completely shameless. Now to try and reverse that to some small degree of haya also, becomes like a giant, gigantic task. This is the effect of fitnas. So therefore this is something extremely important, that we keep bringing this consciousness in ourselves, in our families, that these fitnas and the times of fitnas are with us and by every passing day is increasing this. We need to become very alert, very conscious, bring deen in our lives, bring deen in the lives of our family and the entire ummah at large. For this we have to keep increasing the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala daily, some time being dedicated for zikr of Allah Ta'ala. This is the nourishment of the heart. This heart which we want to save from the fitnas, being, being affected by the fitnas. The protection of this heart is by the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala. The protection of this heart will be by infusing the consciousness of Allah Ta'ala. So this daily zikr, sitting in solitude, with no distraction, sometime we have time for so many things, but time for the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala, five minutes, seven minutes, with no distraction, mind cleared, heart clear of everything else, and turning with all attention to Allah Ta'ala, and taking His pure name, this has a tremendous impact on the heart. And this gives the strength for a person to resist those fitnas. Allah Ta'ala give me and all of us Y tohik Wahl da'wana. Alhamdulillah, it'll make zikr for a short while and then we go inshaAllah. stated in the hadith sharif that the person who recites la ilaha illallah hundred times daily allah Taala will cause his face to shine like the 14th moon on the day of qiyamah but this means is that inshallah with the barakah of the daily recitation allah Taala will grant him the tawfiq of righteous actions and save him from sins and this will become the means of this great bounty and honor on the day of qiyamah so we should try to read this daily to so encourage us inshallah we'll do it in this manner today, together today but this should become a part of our daily routine inshallah his head
1: in
0: verse
1: illallah Muhammadun Rasoolullah
0: Sallallahu tabарaka wa ta'ala Alayhi alihi wa aschai bihi Wa aschaihi wa baraka wa sallama Tasliman katheyran يَا رَبِّ صَلِّ وَسَلِّمْ لَائِمًا أَبَدًا عَلَى حَبِيبِكَ خَيْرِ الْخَلْقِ كلهم جَزَ اللَّهُ عَنَّا نَبِيَّنَا مُحَمَّدًا
1: صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ بِمَا هُوَ أَهْلُهُ لَا إله إِلَّا اللَّهُ لَا إله إِلَّا اللَّهُ La ilaha illallah, 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 la illallah, لا la إلا الله Nai la illa Allah la la la
0: he said Allah 100 times with this in mind that as there is a tongue in the heart, there is a tongue in the mouth, there is also a tongue in the heart. And just as the tongue in the mouth is saying Allah, the tongue in the heart is also saying Allah. And everything is getting illuminated with this Allah around us. الله الله جل جلاله
1: وعم نواله الله 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 لا إله إلا الله محمد رسول الله صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وسلم
0: اللهم لك الحمد كله ولك الشكر كله اللهم لا نحصي ثناء عليك أنت كما أثنيت على نفسك جزال الله عنا نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهل ربنا غلمنا أنفسنا غلمنا أنفسنا وَلَمْنَا انفسنا وان لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين رب اغفر وارحم واعفو وتكرم وتجاوز عما تعلم انك انت العز الاكرم اللهم انا نسالك العفو والعافيه والمعافاه الدائمه في الدين والدنيا والاخره والفوز بالجنَّة والنجات من النار والفوز بالجنَّة والنجة من النار والفوز بالجنَّة والنجة من النار ربنا هب لنا من ازواجنا وذرياتنا قرة اعين واجعلنا للمتقين اماما ربنا فاغفر لنا ذنوبنا وكفر عنا سيئاتنا وتوفنا مع الابرار ربنا واتنا ما وعدتنا على رسلك ولا تخزنا يوم القيامة ولا تخزنا يوم القيامه ولا تخزنا يوم القيامه انك لا تخلف الميعاد اللهم ثبتنا على الايمان وأمتنا على الإيمان واحشرنا يوم القيامة مع الإيمان Ya Allah, oh most merciful Allah, most kind, most gracious, most loving Allah. Ya Allah forgive us Ya Allah. Ya Allah forgive all of major and minor sins Ya Allah. Ya Allah forgive our families Ya Allah. Forgive our friends and relatives Ya Allah. Ya Allah forgive the entire ummah of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Allah shower your makhfirat on the ummah Ya Allah. Ya Allah shower your rahmat on the ummah Ya Allah. Ya Allah remove the suffering of the ummah Ya Allah. Ya Allah we acknowledge that whatever is happening is due to our sins Ya Allah. It is our misdeeds Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin forgive us ya Allah forgive the entire ummah ya Allah remove the hardships and difficulties of the ummah ya Allah grant us the tawfiq of those amal that bring down your mercy and blessings ya Allah Allah save us from those actions that bring down your wrath ya Allah ilahul alamin ya Allah don't put us to test ya Allah don't put us to trial ya Allah we are very weak ya Allah we are very weak to be tested ya Allah ya you show your afiat upon us ya Allah Allah show your afiat upon us ya Allah you protect our iman ya Allah Protect our Amal, Ya Allah. Protect our Akhlaq, Ya Allah. Protect our ya Allah, wealth and lives and property, ya Allah. ya Allah. Protect every single thing of all the believers, Ya Allah. Ya Allah save us from all the fitna and fasad, ya Allah. ya Allah. Save us from the fitna and fasad, Ya Allah. Ya Allah save us from the fitna and fasad, ya Allah. ya Allah. Keep our hearts forever focused to you, Ya Allah. Allah Fill our hearts with your Muhammad, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with the love of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Fill our hearts with the love of Deen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah Fill our hearts with the love of the effort of deen, Ya Allah. With the love of the amal of deen, Ya Allah. Put the hatred of sin in our hearts, Ya Allah. Let put the hatred of sin in our hearts, Ya Allah. Make us hate sin like we hate filth, Ya Allah. Save us from the sins of the eyes, Ya Allah. Save us from the sins of the ears and tongue, Ya Allah. Save us from the sins of the hands and feet, Ya Allah. Purify our hearts from sin, Ya Allah. Remove all the malice, the jealousy, the hatred, the pride, the arrogance, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with your love, Ya Allah. Follow our hearts with humility, Ya Allah. Follow our hearts with taqwa, Ya Allah. Follow our hearts with tawazu, Ya Allah. Follow our hearts, Ya Allah, with inabati, Ya Allah. Follow our hearts with tawakkul, Ya Allah. Follow well, our hearts with all the good qualities, Ya Allah. Well, remove all the evil qualities from our hearts, Ya well, so yeah, Allah. Make us your true and obedient servants, Ya Allah. Make us your loyal servants, Ya Allah. For too long we have been, Ya Allah, the friends of shaitan, Ya Allah. Make us your friends, Ya Allah. For too long we have been in the obedience of nafs, Ya Allah. Bring Us into your obedience, Ya Allah. And save us from all the temptations of nafs and shaitan, Ya Allah. And save us from falling into the traps of nafs and shaitan, ya Allah. ya Allah. All those who have, Ya Allah, passed away, fill their covers with noor, Ya Allah. Make their complete makhirat, Ya Allah. Give them the high stages in the akhirat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah those who are sick, give them shifai kamila, ajila, mustamira, daima. Ya Allah, remove every trace of the illness, Ya Allah. Give them complete shifai and afiyat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah all those who are in anxieties, worries, depression. Ya Allah, whatever difficulties, Ya Allah, remove it with afiyat, Ya Allah those are financial difficulties remove it with the afiyat ya Allah grant barakat in each one's risk, ya Allah ya Allah grant abundant halal risk, ya Allah ya Allah remove ya Allah save us from every drop and every grain of haram ya Allah ya Allah ya at the time of our death take us with the kalima la ilaha illallah muhammadur Rasulullah. ya Allah take us on iman e kamil, ya Allah take us on towbat ya, ya Allah take us at a time that you are pleased with us and we are pleased with you ya Allah ya Allah full of our covers with noor ya Allah make our qubards gardens of Jannah. Ya yeah Allah Alamin, grant us the shafaat of Rasulullah yeah Sallallahu Alaihi yeah Wasallam Allah give us Jannatul Firdaus without any reckoning Ya Allah Allah give us Jannatul Firdaus without any reckoning Ya Allah Allah don't take us to task Ya Allah Allah don't take us to task Ya Allah Allah ya Allah all those who are present Ya Allah all those who have raised their hands to this dua Ya Allah Ya Allah you don't know of the unseen Ya Allah remove each one's difficulties and hardships Ya Allah Ilahul Alamin, fulfill each one's pious aspirations Ya Allah fulfill each one's needs from the ghayb Ya Allah العالم, make us your true and obedient servants, Ya Allah. All those who ask us to make dua for them, Ya Allah, fulfill all their needs, Ya Allah. Remove all their difficulties and hardships, Ya Allah. grant them the best of dunya and akhirah, Ya Allah. Yes. Allahumma minna, nassalukam min khayrima, sa'ala ka minhunabiyu ka wabiyu ka Muhammad, yes. sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wana udubikam in shari sharri ka minhunabiyu ka wabiyu ka wabiyu ka siji dunya Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Antal musta'an, wa alaykal balag. ولا حول ولا قوه الا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد واله واصحابه اجمعين والحمد لله رب العالمين